Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Wednesday, June 2nd, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, being a VP is a tough gig. You get all the bad jobs. Number two, Speaker Nancy Pelosi's options on January 6th. And number three, Majority Forward is up with a new $1.5 million ad buy. All right, Jake, we are leading Punchbowl News AM newsletter this morning with uh, a look at Vice President Kamala Harris and all of the tasks that Joe Biden has been assigning her. Yeah, so the uh, the president yesterday um, gave gave Kamala Harris a new assignment, figuring out how to pass H.R. 1 and an updated Voting Rights Act, two tasks that would certainly almost 100% require... Um, Harris to get Joe Manchin to bust the filibuster. It, it, what a what a um, interesting move by Biden. Biden has also figured out has also tasked um, Harris with trying to figure out how to stop Central American migrants from coming into the United States. Two jobs that let's just be honest here are um, uh, nearly impossible. Um, Joe Manchin has said under no circumstance, literally zero circumstances. Sorry to make this point clear to Democrats, but has suggested that he will never, ever, ever blow up the legislative filibuster. Kirsten Cinema is right there with him. So good luck, Kamala Harris. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it's it's not I mean, for somebody who's had the job, it's not necessarily surprising, right? A lot of presidents task their number two with these kind of undoable assignments, if you will, right? I mean, even look back to the Trump administration. Vice President Mike Pence was tasked with managing the COVID response, probing voter fraud early in the administration. So uh, it's a tough gig when you are the number two and oftentimes getting these assignments that nobody else wants. And to your point, they're often are kind of un- unfixable, frankly. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the day. Speaker Nancy Pelosi's options on January 6th. So the Senate obviously failed last week to pass a bill to set up a commission. Uh, But that doesn't mean this is, you know, this is over and done with. Right, Jake? No, it does not. A a few things to unpack here. Um, uh, Nancy Pelosi on a conference call yesterday with with House Democrats laid out a couple options here. She suggested a few things. She said that they can pass. They could try to force the Senate to um, to pass this bill again. Very difficult to see the Senate passing a bill that it just rejected. Republicans put up a pretty solid filibuster against this. Number two, um, Pelosi said that she could appoint a select committee. A select committee would be a special panel that would probe um, that would probe this, that would would would, you know, look into January 6th, she would get to select the members. In my estimation, that's probably the best move for Pelosi. She could also allow the standing committees to investigate or choose one committee to take the lead. Now, here's where it gets complicated. Um, uh, if if Pelosi selects the Homeland Security Committee, that puts Kevin McCarthy in a tough spot. Why does it put McCarthy in a tough spot? Because Mc- John Katko, the New York Republican, is the top Republican on Homeland Security, and he voted to impeach Donald Trump. So would he keep would he keep Katko in that role if the Homeland Security Committee was probing January sixth? I don't know the answer to that. And would John Katko want the role, man? I mean, after I would imagine he, he, he wouldn't. That's that's an even better point. I mean, would he step aside for for that? I I, I don't know. I think so. Under those three scenarios, the one that is interesting to me because it would kind of force 
Republicans hand a little bit on this is the fact that if she says, okay, we're going to take the bill and all the changes that the Senate made, and I'm going to make the House vote again on this. I'm not saying it, it results in uh, a commission being, um, you know, formulated, but it would certainly put more House Republicans who wanted some of the changes uh, that the, the, the Senate made, put them on record again. Are they, are more House Republicans going to break with leadership, have to take another tough vote? What happens in the Senate when things potentially become a little bit more real? They have to do the vote again. Can these, is it tenable for these Senate Republicans for the most part to just continue to skip these votes. I think that kind of the politics of that get a little bit interesting. Yeah, I think that's fair. I just think that, you know, um, enough. For, I think just enough Republicans have just said they're just not interested in in doing this. And and I just think that at the end of the day in the Senate, that is. And I just think at the end of the day, if Pelosi wants this done, she's going to have to do it on her own. That's just my gut right now. All right, let's move on to the number three story of the day. The state-of-the-art majority forward, the Senate Majority PAC, linked Super PAC, has put its first big ad buy of the cycle, $1.5 million into TV and digital ads in Arizona, Georgia, Nevada, and New Hampshire to thank in-cycle senators for passing the American Rescue Plan. It seems like pretty smart politics on their part to start out on a positive note and also uh, to go into some of these races where they know the senators are going to need to be shored up. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, this is what what lawmakers love to see. Lawmakers love to see them getting um, back up for a, a, a vote that they took. And um, that's what's happening here with Majority Forward, thanking people like Maggie Hassan and uh, Mark Kelly, Raphael Warnock, for taking this, uh, what could have been a tough vote uh, on the um, uh, American Rescue Plan, that massive COVID st- stimulus bill that Joe Biden passed early in his administration. You know, this is what a lot of people said that the Obama administration was not able to do when it came to uh, the infrastructure or the uh, um stimulus bill back in 2009 2010 that you know democrats took tons of politically toxic votes and then never got any backup for it all right and with that just a couple other headlines at punchbowl news am this morning you can subscribe at punchbowl.news we've got some new details from the parliamentarian on using reconciliation also have a new letter that is coming out that josh gottheimer the democrat from new jersey is circulating on the Iron Dome. Subscribe. You'll get all of that and more at punchbowl.news. Thanks so much for listening. Please hit that follow button. Leave us a rating and review. Have a great day and stay safe.